0: Ever seen a lame man walk? Ever heard a dumb man talk? Never seen a blind man see? I promise you it changes me. Ever seen a canceled check? Ever seen all the poor get fed? Ever seen a prisoner set free? I promise you a change changes me. Love changes ever seen an open find a home? Have you seen the weak find the strength? I promise you it changes things. Have you seen the sick get healed? Have you seen a mystery revealed? Have you seen a deathly ray? I promise you it changes things. I know. Change. It's your boy,
1: Bigger T. That's my boy. Of the Big C, Bigger T podcast, back with you, and I'm here with my boy Big C. He's wearing his Macho Man
0: Savage shirt. Yo. <laughs> yeah,
2: what's up, Clint? How you doing, buddy? Man, I am. I am better than I deserve. Um Having, yeah. Getting good news today, so I'm I'm really excited about that. But well, what's your good news? My good news, I did get. You're clear. having a baby. Yes, that is it. <laughs> Listen, don't tell Anna. Yeah. Don't tell Cammy. But it's Robert's baby. Oh no. Yep. No. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. no I can't back that. I can't back that one up. But no, I did. Um, I did record the my first one of my my new podcast. The yeah. the Jammer wrestling razzle one on ones last night, but I've got to get with my executive producer. He's yeah. a real, he's a diva. He he's is pain in the butt, and and he's yeah. hard to deal with. Yeah, but yeah, it, well, it it help if I send you the video at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that helped. Yeah. That does help, but yeah, but I mean it was fun to do that. But dude, I'm gonna tell you, it's strange. It was it was so strange doing it without you. Yeah. Because you know, I do. I was doing this one on my own, and I know you've got a couple little projects you're working on too. And, yeah,
1: I was just uh, working on my donkey theology. I've already got one of those recorded, and I'm, yeah. that's going to be my uh, religious, uh, my theology podcast. Uh, I'm getting, I'm excited about that. So I've got one of them recorded. I'm going to record another one here pretty soon, and and start getting those out. I was doing my intro before we started recording, so.
2: Yeah, and you know, and, and I'm not—I don't want to turn this episode to a shameless plug of our other projects, but I like to call them projects just to make ourselves. That's right. It. Sounds cool. Doesn't it? We have other projects. I mean, we got—we're right. we got an entire network, like like we're that's like right. we're like ghetto Burt Kreischer, and Tom Segura. Um, that's right. We're Arkansas. If they were, were, were PG right? that's right. Um, Arkansas versions. Yeah, no, but but it's just it was, I kept I kept I'd ask Johnny a question and then it'd be like I'd wait on you was like Travis, do you got anything to follow up with? But <laughs> what I was getting at was um because I lost my train of thought, which does happen now. Imagine forced. that. Yeah, I'm getting old. So we uh but it's it's it would have to be so much fun, you know, regardless of your religious perspective, to hear your perspective on theology. Like I think it's gonna be a lot of fun.
1: Especially when you mix a donkey in with it, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there donkeys any fun <laughs> listen? I'm gonna tell you, I love donkeys. <laughs> I love basketball. Is yeah. there anything more fun than donkey basketball? No, oh, that, that
1: that listen. A small town Friday night donkey basketball in an old wooden gym. There's nothing better than that. There's not.
2: Can I tell you what happened? Uh, you'll never guess what happened. I did go to donkey basketball. Yeah. You'll never guess what I did. Never, never, never. Knew, no, you would guess this eventually. Okay. I, I bought a pie at a pie auction.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was, did you just yeah. sit on your donkey and eat your pie? No, I did it. I didn't get to play. I didn't get to hoop. Uh-huh. Um, no, at this, at this weight, I, that donkey would never play basketball again. Yeah, but yeah, man, they, they make some. They like that's their biggest. That's Guy Perkins' biggest fundraiser every year. Oh yeah, they did one here at Bearden last year. Uh, I w- I was
1: out of town. I wasn't able to go to it, but um, I remember they had those in Clinton when I was a kid. And they used some of my grandpa's donkeys one time for it. My yeah. that's one of the reasons I'm calling it donkey theology. My grandpa was a donkey farmer.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I knew mean that. Yeah. But no, it was. I remember just because it was like, okay, the FFA was. This this is how small town it is. Because I go to these things if I'm going to bid on something, I I I to me I need to have that cash on me.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. There's no pay you later. Like if I bid twenty bucks, I I'm not, and all I have is twenty. I won't bid twenty one. Like that's I'll cut it off there. Like so they they come up to me and they're like, you can pay us later if you need to. And I'm like, no, here's the money. If I didn't have it, I wouldn't have bid it. Yeah, so, but yeah, but it was, it was a, a delicious fun. peanut. It was a delicious peanut butter pie that I delivered. Oh, praise the Lord! At the um, I, I bought donkey basketball. There you go, Now, Arkansas at the gym. So, well, Clint, uh,
1: I got a question for you. Sure, and this can kind of be a holy snipes. It's we got another holy snipes we'll get to later. Yeah, cool, but. Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah. (laughs) Went on a retreat four days. Okay. Darkness retreat.
2: Right.
1: He's in a special cabin. It's set up just for this. Like it's got a toilet and a bathtub. And there's like a door where someone gives him food like a couple times a day and then he has somebody come in and does some like therapy kind of discussion with him. But other than that, it's silence, no electricity, darkness, just him alone with his thoughts Mm -hmm. for four days.
2: Clint Clark, yeah, could you do it? No, no. <laughs> you remember? You may not. You may remember this. A few weeks ago, we were getting ready to start the podcast, and I got in here and I sat down, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't have my phone." Now keep in mind, I was going to be interacting with you for the next hour. Yeah, on a computer, which I can do other stuff on while we interact.
0: Yeah. If I
2: wanted to, I've never tried it because I'm just not that talented, and you know. I already look old man on here enough, but so, I, and I, but I was like, I was going to have you talk to him. We were going to be talking sports. And so I had to contrary on the conversation. I'm like, I'll live with that. I'm like, no, I won't. And I had to go get my phone.
0: Yeah. Like
2: that's what I, like I can't, it, and it's not being scared of my environment all alone that, that, and that's part of it when I wouldn't last. Cause I would see bear poop, a snake. And I'd be like, no, I'm done. I would just move.
0: I
1: think he's in like a cabin. I mean, he's safe.
2: Well, I'm just I don't saying think it's like a wilderness thing. It's but it's not. not it's not that though. It's that I would get that bored.
0: Yeah,
2: like I need something to entertain me.
0: Yeah,
2: like I, I wish. And I was telling my wife this the other day. I said, I wish I could be one of those guys that could sit down and read a book. Yeah, it, it's not that. It just it's not that I feel like it makes me smart, smarter or dumber that I don't do it. I just don't. That's not relaxing to me.
0: It's yeah. relaxing
2: to some people. And and so I respect Aaron's process, but there's no way in Hades I could do that. Yeah. I'm done. Now, I couldn't make it four days without my phone. See, I could do it.
1: The darkness thing, the darkness thing would be the tough part to me. Um, I could be alone for four days with no like with uh with, with no internet, no phone, all that kind of stuff. Like I could, well, I've, I've I haven't i have done four days before, but like I've done just kind of spiritual getaways where I've gone places where I didn't have cell phone signal and just yeah. got away for a couple of days. Um, I haven't, I haven't done more than like three days though, but, um, but I have done that. I've, I've tried to make that a practice to do it every year. Sometimes it ends up being every couple of years, but I try to make that a regular practice myself. Um, because one thing I like doing it because you know he's facing some tough decisions. You know, yeah. Whether you know whether to retire or not, but but uh, well, he's he's getting a lot of laughs from people, and a lot of people are, you know, say asking this question. You know, there's a lot of a lot of talk radio. They're asking, "Could you do that? You know, could you, could you step away from all that? Could you do, you know?" At least this time, he's not using mushrooms or something like that. Well, uh, and that's what I was
2: gonna kind of say. Like the guy, he, he's saying, I think doing psychedelics helps his career. But what I and well, and that may be something that he's on psychedelics at the beginning of the season. He knows they're going to drug test, so he gets off of them. And so yeah. he gets, he, he plays MVP ball. And then by the time he's the playoffs, they're still drug testing and the mushrooms have worn off. Yeah. Why well, he's only won one Super Bowl? Yeah. Because yeah. the mushrooms wear off. Could, of be, yeah. Could be. Who knows? Well,
1: in other in other news out there, okay, we, um, in another holy snikes. New Mexico State,
2: yeah, the darlings of the dance last year. Yeah, I mean their head coach Segwayed into the job at Mississippi State. I mean, yeah, they are.
1: Oh, their whole team is suspended.
2: Right. Yeah, the rest uh, of
1: the they, season. Correct. Yeah, right.
2: they, yeah, they canceled the rest of their season. Um, over hazing uh, of of all things, hazing. I haven't read what kind of hazing was happening. No, I mean, but you you know, and it and, and was pretty rough. Yeah, we grew up at an age where I think, you know, hazing wasn't looked at like like I think there was some good playful hazing. I'm not yeah. saying it's okay now because you look it back out like, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. You know, like at tech we they would shave all the freshmen's heads when they when they get in. Like, they just did it. And so, I think by my – they came down on us on us. I think by my senior year, Coach Mullins basically says, you know, guys, we've had guys just not want to come here as they know when you're a freshman they're going to shave your head. Like, you're not doing it. So, we did voluntary haircuts, and and most of them did it. But, you know, you had a few guys like, oh, I'm not cutting my hair. But we didn't give them any crap. But it's obviously – it's something far worse than – Giving a guy a bad haircut for for this, so what what are your thoughts on it, Travis?
1: I think it's got it's got to be something pretty bad, and and there may be rumors out there I just haven't heard. You know, right? And we have maybe listening to us right now, and they're yelling at their listening device or their YouTube, and they're saying, you know, they these guys did horrible things or whatever. But I'm wondering. Here's what I'm wondering, Clint. Is what they did? I don't think any of them's getting arrested over it, right? Yeah. I don't think there's been any arrest. They haven't been charged, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I have no knowledge. To as far as that. I know, I don't think they're being charged with anything. So, is what they did worse than what Brandon Miller did? I
2: don't well. Know. No one's no one's dead, to my knowledge. Now, that being said, I, I don't – we were talking about this when we started recording. I don't know how I feel about Brandon Miller. Yeah. Like, and obviously before the game, you know, there's the, there's the infamous pat down.
1: Now, that, they said that's something that – have. do they do that in UFC? Do they pat people down like that? I, I didn't – I haven't seen that. They said that's why down. they did
2: it. That it's something they, they do. They history. do some, yeah. They do some stuff like that, but still, you know how that looks. Yeah, you got to know. I mean, you you can play ignorant. Yeah, that, that that was that was a that was a a middle finger to 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 everyone saying that he should be suspended. Yeah. He's trying to say, no, I didn't do anything wrong, um, and and rubbing your nose in it. There's one thing to get away with it, there's another thing to rub people's nose in it. Yeah. And and I'm not saying he got away with anything. I don't know. That that's that's for the court system to decide. Yeah. Um yeah, they they got to look at the evidence.
1: But they I mean you got to think about it, Clint. I forget who it was. Somebody somebody on a CBS show there was a clip going around on Twitter and they said they just went with the details. They knew surely he broke some sort of team rule in all the stuff that they know he did. Yeah. Just in the text messages they have mm. in the places he was and what he was doing and having the gun in the vehicle with him. And passing the gun off to somebody else, even though he said he never touched it, it's even though he didn't touch it, it it went apparently he knew where it was and knew it got to this other person. So somehow in that whole thing, he has to break some sort of team rule. Right. Has to. I mean, Miles Slusher arkansas never got convicted of anything and missed the game and we end up losing him because what a lot of people say is he was upset the coaches didn't stand up for him yeah you know um and then the you know the video comes out and you realize wow that was nothing nothing happened hillman yeah brown. hillman anthony brown Aaron brown or whoever what his name was his, freshman safety. You know, um, I don't know. It's just but like you said, uh, you gotta you gotta be smarter than that on the whole pat down thing.
2: Yeah, you you do. And and you know, if Brent, if Brandon Miller was on Arkansas's team, that's why I try to put myself in, should he be playing? You know, that def- you definitely have your you you would have your group. That thought Bobby Prino never should have been fired. It's like no, nah, he ain't been. They ain't done nothing yeah. wrong. That boy should be playing. And yeah. then you've got those of those like me and you that's probably like you know what he probably shouldn't be playing right now. While this is this is on, not not spent like look, we're gonna just hold you out for a few games to this till we see till we get more answers and more clarity on this.
1: And if I was a coach, I would be doing everything I could to try to get him back by the SEC tournament. Mm. But I'm like like you just said. I would, I would, I'd be pushing those cops to finish their investigation. Yeah. But I'd be like, okay, look, I need you to either say he's not going to be charged or he is going to be charged right. as soon as possible. But he's going to sit out until we know that. Yeah. Until we know that. Because right now, it looks too bad for our university. It looks too bad for us if we play like this. To me, that's, that's the way. You, it, sh- it should happen, whether he's whether he's guilty yeah. or innocent. If he's in- if he's innocent, man, that's great. I'm so happy he's innocent. I'm so happy he's innocent. But we're talking about a couple basketball games in his only year he's going to be at Alabama. Yeah. Okay, they're still going to be go into the NCAA tournament, one of the top teams. He's still got a you know he still got his NBA career, unless he unless he ends up. They find some evidence and he ends up in jail over this or something, which I don't think that's going to
2: happen either. No, either. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't think, I don't think anything is going to come of it. I, I really, at least on his end, I mean, it looks bad that he had a teammate kill somebody. Oh, yeah. but I think where it's going to hurt him more than any place else is going to be, he's going to get that label, mm-hmm. "kid's got character issues." Yeah. I mean, I mean, regardless if he did anything yeah. wrong or not, I mean that that's yeah. that's that's the label you're gonna have when you're when you're in that position to be drafted like that, to be on a team like that. You got to be smarter than that. Yeah. I mean, you put yeah. yourself in a bad situation. Now that being said, nineteen-year-old Clint Clark was a dummy. Yeah. Um, I mean just I, if any kid, he was folks. If, I knew him. Yeah, if any kid deserves to be smacked around, is nineteen-year-old Clint Clark. he he was he was the worst but anyway so neither here nor there he's grown up and has a mildly successful podcast now so that's true well clint uh
1: saturday the hogs went down to birmingham or tuscaloosa i guess
2: tuscaloosa both both crap old it's horrible
1: horrible places that's right and uh they went down and and played alabama and mr miller and played probably the best first half of basketball they played all year.
2: Yeah.
1: It was beautiful. They they did everything they needed to do. They shared the ball. They shot the ball well. Uh, the team looked really, really good. They did. And then the second half, um, something happened. <laughs> and they didn't look as good in the second half. Now – they, they went, I think, five minutes non-scoring streak there, something like that in the second half. It just was ugly. Which we've had those all year. We've had those. Um, but they did fight back. And uh Ricky Council, you know, didn't get the shot you won at the end of the game. Uh, you really wish the ball was in Nick Smith's hands. But that one I want to talk about is this when Nick Smith was setting out for the injury, there was all kinds of negative talk. Okay. He doesn't want to really be a Razorback. He's just using us. Uh, He's, you know, all this different stuff. We talked to Kamani Johnson on here and Kamani said, this kid wants to be a Razorback. He's working hard. You know, people are wrong for doubting him. And then a lot of the talk turned to, He's not that good anyway. Clint, there's a bunch of Razorback fans that should be eating crow dinner right now. Oh. They should be stuffing their face with some barbecue crow. Because, first of all, Nick Smith has come back, and he's playing with passion. When he didn't get the ball in that last play, you could tell all over his face he wanted that ball in the last play. Yeah. That he wanted Ricky to give it up to him. Second of all, he's different. He's different, man. I think, I think Jimmy Dyke said it or, or whoever said it and said it. And I'm not a big fan of this person, but God rest his soul. He was, he did have this mentality. He's got that mama mentality. Yeah. He's got that. I'm gonna go out here and do whatever it takes for my team to win. He's not the biggest guy. He's not necessarily the fastest guy. He's fast. He's athletic. He's, at- sure. he's athletic. He's very athletic. But he man, he goes hard.
2: Here's the thing. They 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 just Beat the brakes off of Georgia. Yeah. I mean, we, we can talk. We're going to talk. I'm going to talk about the Alabama game too. But I mean, they they took a good SEC team at Bud Walton Arena and just beat them like a drum. Yeah. Georgia's not a bad basketball team. You know, they're, they're better than. They're, they're, they're not great, but they're not a bad team. It, but I mean, you—they just beat them bad, yeah. And then you turn around, and then you go to the number two team's house. Nick Sabanson on the front row. Alabama knew that this wasn't this wasn't a nine seed Arkansas team coming in. Yeah, they knew that this this is a this is a national title contender coming in because Nick Smith does that for this team. Yeah. It is a, it, the the, it is the not in, it's like the football team. is not a, not in day difference. When you have a healthy KJ Jefferson, if yeah. this team has a healthy, healthy KJ Jefferson all year, they're not six and six. Yeah. They're at the very minimum eight and four. Yeah. Just facts. This is, if this team has a healthy Nick Smith, it's a one or two seed in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. You know somebody's going to draw us in an eight nine game or ten seven game, and they're they're not going to it's not going to go their way. I think this team has has it in them to make that run, and you're yeah. but that's the difference Nick Smith makes. I agree. You got, you got two five stars on there on that team already. You got three if you count um, Jalen Graham. But you're right, Nick Smith is different. He is he. he got, is,
1: Four counting Jalen Graham.
2: Yeah. Now you got four, but this is, this is a different guy. And he loves, and he's got a passion for that, for that hog on his, on his, on his chest. I mean, he, he, he wants to be an Arkansas Razorback because it means a lot to the in State kids. Yeah. I mean, because we don't have a, you know, I mean, it's sad. Like you are, you, you are the pro team of Arkansas. Yeah. And, and, and and, and
1: like I said, the difference in him. Is he has that? I'm here to work. I'm here to win mentality. Yeah. There's nothing else. When he is on that court, there's just a difference. There's a difference. I mean, there's uh-huh. other guys. There's other guys that have talent. There's other guys that have skill. I mean, it's you know Jordan. I love Jordan Walsh, and I think Jordan Walsh. I mean, I I I think Jordan Walsh has more game than what we're seeing from him.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. But I think that's what Jordan Walsh is missing. Is Jordan Walsh is missing that that Mamba mentality, okay, that that Kobe mentality of I'm the best out here. Watch me go. I have the skill set to do whatever I want to do. Watch me do it. And because I think Jordan Walsh has the skill set to do more than what he does. I think, I think. Anthony black has that attitude also. Yeah. But I think Nick Smith, he's the alpha male in that group. Now he's the, he's the lead dog on the porch right now. And, and he's uh, look y'all let's enjoy him while we got him. Yeah. Cause he's going to be, he's going to be a top NBA draft pick. We're seeing why all those NBA pundits were saying, He's going to be a top-five draft pick. He's a top-five draft pick. And all these Arkansas fans are going, I just don't see it. He can't even get out there to play. Now we're seeing it. Now we're seeing why. Now we're seeing why they were so hesitant to get him out there. Well, It's a lot of money floating around on those legs.
2: That's because fans fans read Facebook articles and scouts – and coaches go to basketball games. That's right. Go to AAU tournaments. Go to high school games. There, there's so much film on these kids. I mean, they they know who's going to get drafted where, before they they, play they a see who they're run.
1: playing. They they talk to who they're playing. They talk to who they're coached against.
2: Who they, you know who's
1: coaching them. You're right.
2: Yeah. I mean, they they, they just they, they, there's no there's no mysteries anymore. They they're saying this. But but what you can get a I mean you're seeing now how though he makes everyone around him better. And these kids also they played the summer games with him when he's healthy. They know that he's the alpha alpha. They know mm-hmm. this guy's one of the best guys in the country and he's on my team. And that that gets in your head. And mm-hmm. now you're picking your game up to keep up with him. I I mean it just makes a huge difference and I'm looking forward to the Tennessee game tomorrow. Looking mm-hmm. forward to ending ending it with Kentucky. And then I want to see, I think these guys can make a run in the SEC tournament.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch.
1: To I think he, Russ is gonna push them hard in the SEC tournament. I do too. Because I think he won well for one thing, I think I think he wants to get above that eight or nine seed. Yeah. You know. You, I think you have to try to get above that, right? So you're, so the second round you're not playing the number one seed. Mm-hmm. So you have to try to get, you have to try to get up there, you know, um, mm-hmm. if you can. But yeah, I think, and I think this team can make a run. I think it's happening later than we've seen the last couple yeah. of years, but the ceiling. I mean.
2: It's up there, the, the, but this team's put itself in a position where they've got to – their ceiling's the national title.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, it just it is what it is. But their floors, the is the NIT. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy because you know you you could all you if you go if you lose these next three games, you're probably not in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, so you've got to win some games. You at least have to win the Kentucky game. Yeah. You can afford to lose the Tennessee game. You don't want to, but you can afford it. But you can't afford to lose that Kentucky game. Now, I think there's a lot of people that do owe Nick Smith an apology. Uh, I agree. Because he's been getting it for no reason. Yeah. I mean, we had Kamani on here. Kamani sees how much he's in the rehab. Yeah. Sees what he's doing to get better. I mean – he talked Jordan Walsh and Anthony Black into coming here. You know what I'm saying? He he recruited them too to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah.
1: So,
2: and he just and he also opened up a path for the University of Arkansas to get five star athletes on the basketball team. And now look this year they just got two more.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, I mean he 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 was a game changer in all kinds of ways. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's a lot of people that want to apologize because they're like, you don't have the heart of a razorback. The man's probably got more <laughs> heart of a razorback than anybody since, you know, Corey Beck and Corliss Williamson. Yeah. And you just didn't get in. Unfortunately, you just had a knee, knee issue that hopefully has gotten corrected. And now, we, now we're going to see it. Exactly right. Well,
1: baseball team. Who they play? Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois Panthers, <laughs> and uh, had two good games. One yeah.
2: Well, you know, in in baseball, that's gonna happen. Um, what was encouraging about the, the the what was really encouraging about the Sunday <laughs> loss was uh, the pitcher um, Holland. Is it Hunter Holland? I think it may be, I can't remember. But he, yeah. I I think he's a, he's a transfer in and, you know, he, he, and he said, I love starting the Sunday game. I want to be the Sunday game guy. Yeah, um, He got it. He got off to a rocky start in the first inning and then turned it around, you know, and really pitched solid. And, and it, you know, it was one of them games that went to the bullpen and the guy of the bullpen just got rocked a little bit. I mean, it, um, you know, but it was Cody Adcock, um, but he'd been solid for him all year. It just it was one of them games that over the course of a baseball season just happens. Yeah. Um Hagen Smith looked unbelievable. I mean, he he is he is a legit, you know, Friday night starter, especially when he has his stuff.
1: Um last think, week they started off with that game against Grambling.
2: Yeah. They go in there,
1: that pitcher for Grambling's throwing like seventy-something mile per hour fastballs. Right, and so they're and then Gram and Grambling they're struggling. Grambling's hitting on them; they can't hit those slow fastballs. And but the team fought back. Um, Tiger with his big C, bigger T podcast rub, yeah, goes in and and All calls, the it's the win against Grambling. Um, I sent him a message telling him. Uh, Tell him, you know, congrats and uh, and that you know he's welcome for that good luck we gave right, him.
0: Right, yeah. 100 percent We if get you all gone
1: back If you haven't listened to that episode for yet, folks, uh we had you know we had Brady Tiger on last week. Go back, episode 101, listen to it, watch it, whatever. It's well worth it. He's a great interview, and uh, you'll That's learn right. a lot about this baseball team. Uh, listening to him talk about it but um you know this team they're gonna have some they're gonna have some growing pains they're gonna have series like that they're gonna have games like Grambling hey that same night Grambling almost beat us UCA beat Vandy yeah Uh, yeah you sent me a text about it uh I mean UCA beat Vandy Someone else in the SEC got beat that night by a small school. Um, you know, um, this team's got so many new players; they're gonna they're gonna have to learn to win together. Still, just like the basketball teams having to. That's part of college sports now, you know, with the with the transfer portal and and all that and all that you know that's different now. So. Um, but th- I think you're right. I think they got some pitching. I think they got the right, you know, the center fielder's doing great. Um, they're they're working things out. The defensively up the middle, I think they're doing pretty good. Um, you know, they're they're working they're working out some of those kinks.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're gonna have that. I mean, you're gonna have that early in the year. You're gonna have the you have the kinks because you know a couple years ago they they got drawn by. Um, was it Euler? I think Little Rock beat them pretty good.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. It, I mean, the Wednesday night games are just kind of there. They're you. You need to win most of them, but I mean, it's like you are going to lose some of them.
0: Yeah. Walking,
2: it's baseball. Walking things are going to happen. Like UCA is going to beat Vandy. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm, I'm I hate I'm happy that it happened to the Vandy Whistler. But yeah,
0: that's yeah. right. But, that's yeah. right.
2: It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun team, and I think they're gonna be really powered by their pitching. Yeah. Um it, well I think the bats will figure it out. They've got they got some good it's just so weird because you know, with the transfer portal, you know, you get so many new guys in. But especially it seems like the baseball team for the last two years, we knew the names. And I think a lot of it is the ESPN plus app. You know, if you have that, you get pretty much all the baseball games now except for the every now and then you'll have something that's on flow sports and hopefully that rarely happens yeah but but i mean so you get you get to watch these kids now and you get Mm -hmm. to know them and i think it's just and that's just something that just happened recently in baseball for sure where they're household names to your casuals yeah that's right well clint you've been watching uh I think you were saying telling me earlier you've been watching a little of the XFL. Uh, yeah, I've watched a little. I haven't watched a lot. It's one of those deals where I am not I'm not emotionally invested in anybody. Um but I did see TJ Hammonds. Oh, so who's playing, he playing for? Yeah, he's playing for the Seattle, whatever they're I think Dragons. I think they're the Seattle yeah. Dragons. Um, not 100 percent on that, but he's playing up, he's playing up there for them. Um, I saw him. I haven't seen me. I don't have any other Razorbacks. The one cool because the, the a lot. I, if you come at bringing in a football league, if you try to go, I'm here to compete with the NFL, yeah, you're making a mistake. Yeah, yeah, you just you, you are, you, you shouldn't do that. Um, you know, they're, they're tinkering with some things like they're tinkering with kickoffs. Where they're starting ten yards apart, like the kick, you've got the kick returner and that um, and the kicker. That way, there's not the violent collision yeah. of somebody running full speed. Um, they they're obviously doing what they can to take that out of the game because I think it's realized how dangerous that is on the body. Um, so they're they're doing that. Of course, they you get a little bit more behind the scenes stuff. The cool story um to me of the XFL is AJ McCarron, um, mm. who could be an NFL backup quarterback. He he is he has offers, but the thing was he goes, my boy, mm. I got two sons with his model wife, um, that, that are like they, they just they've never seen their dad play. Yeah. They seen him on YouTube. He's like, I so he went to the XFL just so his boys could watch him play.
0: Yeah.
2: That's cool. So that 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 was that was a cool cool story, but what that what they've been smart about, because I know you haven't watched a lick, no, not not a I
1: watched a, uh, like a preview show where they were doing some tryouts. Yeah, I it's a little bit of one of those shows.
2: See, and and they're doing that. They're doing those because the biggest star of the XFL is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh yeah, like yeah. there's there's just no. I mean it'd be like trying to do Welcome to Wrexham without um Rob McElhaney and, and Daredevil. Or not Daredevil, uh Deadpool, Rod Reynolds. Yeah. So I mean, but so The Rock, the Rock kinda is, you know, he's harping on that the 54th man. Like, hey, I get it. I know the dream. This isn't your dream. Your dreams, you know, we're gonna give you an opportunity to showcase your skills so you can still chase the ultimate dream. Yeah. Like you guys are close, you're not there. Here's an opportunity, and so and so that's what I've liked about it. Where it I, it doesn't feel like it's gotten too big for bridges, if that makes any sense. Where like, they we know we're placed. Then I don't think the ratings are too hot, but I don't think I don't think they're really about that. I think uh, I mean obviously they are. You gotta right?
1: go into something like that knowing your ratings aren't going to be great, right? Yeah, you gotta you, gotta, you know it's like. It's like when someone starts a business, like a like a restaurant. You start a restaurant, you're not going to be profitable in the first year. So you got to go into it knowing you're not going to be profitable in your first year. You just got to expect that. Now, if you end up being profitable, if you work it out and you swing things the right way and, and you end up getting enough, then, hey, then good. But too many of these organizations go into this football deal you know, you you got to have enough money behind you to wade through those rough yeah. waters at the beginning. If you can wade through those rough waters at the
2: beginning, you might be able to stick it out. See, now I know you, Travis, you, as a holy man, you probably never wandered into a casino. No, but but old Uncle Clinton, degenerate gambler. So let me tell you, kids, something. This is advice from your old Uncle Clint. Don't ever set down at the poker table with more than you can afford to lose yeah i know that the that's rock awesome. knows that the rock even said he goes goes. if this thing tanks i'm going to be fine yeah it ain't about me it's about you
0: guys yeah
2: you know and i think that's what if they keep that mindset hey yeah. we're going to be a place to 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 you know um to test out the other really cool thing is their onside kick rule is that's what they no in this, in this one, it I actually like it. And that's why they're testing out some innovations and like they have different, like you can do Like there's like a three point extra point or something like that where you get the ball on the 10. I'm not a hundred percent on that. Like I said, I've watched a little, but their onside kick is you get a 4th and 15 from the 25-yard line. So you get the ball on the 25, and it is 4th and 15. If If you you, get the onside kick? No, you don't even have to. No, that's their onside kick. You get one play, it is 4th and 15. If you don't make it, they get the ball on the 25-yard line. So, uh, you just, you so you just so go, no, you got to go. you got to go seventy-five yards.
1: If you're behind by a touchdown at the end
2: of the game, and you score, so you're down two. Instead of kicking an outside kick, you get a fourth and fifteen. But you can kick a field goal. No, it's from the other twenty-five. You've got to oh. go seventy-five yards for the touchdown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: So, from your own twenty, you don't have to kick the ball at
2: all. Don't have to kick the ball at all. It is. They just automatically give it to you. because I think it's because of the collisions and stuff. You know, they're trying yeah. to, they're trying to, you yeah, know. I don't know about that. I personally like it. Yeah. Because, okay, a fourth and 15 should be hard to get. No, it should be, but. But but here's the other thing you've got to think about there, and this is me arguing with myself here, which I do often, um, is if you if you just scored to bring it to a position where you need an onside kick, you have momentum. So you've just scored, and now you're just going to have to go run another scoring play.
1: Dude, if I had Patrick
2: Mahomes and Travis Kelsey,
1: I could get fourth and 15 all day long.
2: Well, especially with the referees and the a, AFC championship. You're gonna run a,
1: run a seam route. And yeah, if he doesn't catch it, it's gonna you're gonna get a penalty called and get yeah and get a first down anyway. Anyway. Sorry.
2: Yeah. It, it is what it is. I, I, it
0: yeah. is
1: true. But no so Patrick that, Mahomes is not playing in that league. So
2: No, no, no. And so it's I like it. Um but obviously, it's like with anything; they try, some stuff's gonna stick, some stuff's not. You know, it's like that TBT, the basketball tournament. They have that what they call it, the Elam ending. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, they're never gonna do that in the NBA. No. But it's a little niche for this one, and and and, may, and this may be one of the things where like the XFL may next year may be like, meh. Hmm. But but uh, you know, Bob Stoops, you know, is coaching in the league. And he goes. He's like, you know, I'm sitting around my house bored most of the time. This is like hardly any commitment. I just coach football I in practice. I don't have to go to a compliance meeting. Yeah. yeah. It's just for like a couple months. Like, yeah, there's no reason not. I had a two-week training camp and then. Uh, yeah. And so I don't think, you know, there's no it, – it's not as pressure-filled, you know, like – and so you're – getting, and, and then some guys are getting their opportunities. To coach a little bit to show people they can like Rod Woodson's coaching. Um, yeah, there's hardly. Yeah,
1: that's that is a cool part of it that gives the guys the chance that um,
0: yeah to prove yeah, some, that
2: they can be coaches. And some of your semi-retired guys, like I saw Greg Williams as a defensive coordinator for a team.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Um. Wade Phillips is coaching a team. Yeah. And then um. That's cool. I, and guess who I saw coaching coaching in the XFL. Who's that? Oh Ron Zook. Oh, hey, Ron well, Zook. If I could describe Ron Zook in one word, it'd be haggard. He he looked like he is uh, been just some of that rough leather work on his skin.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: know how to I don't know how to put it, but yeah, he looks he, he, he looks like a weather a weathered piece of leather. <laughs> <laughs> well um, well Clint. One last thing. Okay. What are you watching? Oh, other than the XFL. I watched that um Murdoch Murders documentary. I'm so glad. That's what I wanted to talk about. I because because you know you got if you're gonna have to if, if you're gonna be a basic white person, you have to watch that. Pretty much. <laughs> and so I'm a basic white person. That's right. Dude, it's crazy
1: that that family,
0: yeah.
1: And of course, it's weird, it's awesome because they did that documentary, it's a three part documentary on Netflix,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the, the trial is going on right now, right? And so, you got all these live updates of the trial, you know, we, we don't even know what's gonna come of it, you know. And there's been stuff come out since the end of the documentary. You know, there's been some more, you know, yeah, different stuff or whatever. And so, you know, after I watched the documentary on Netflix, then I got on YouTube and started watching some of the coverage of the trial, some of the testimonies and stuff, man. And dude, it is, if you hadn't seen it, folks, yeah. You know, if you like murder mystery type things, it's a it's an interesting one to watch. You may have seen the on the national news, they're covering it South Carolina. It's this wealthy family, the the dad is a lawyer um and he's got these sons that are just been in trouble for years oh yeah do whatever they wanted to do and their
2: family just keeps covering it up and they they keep covering up things the, that that's how movies like roadhouse come about though so that's right yeah that's right <laughs> you got you got to bring dolphin in
1: that's right but yeah man i got into it um i saw someone tweeted about it or something and i started watching it uh here the other day and and I watched all three of those episodes and I was like, holy cow, man, this is it's interesting stuff. And and like I said, what's interesting is that the the trial's going on right now. I mean, there's yeah. you know, there's live coverage of the trial today. They were, you know, they
2: were they were in the court today, you know. Right, yeah. It's like it's like you're watching it happen, you know. Yeah. Did you watch any of Gunther's millions? Gunther's millions? No, no. You need to check that out because I mean, apparently there's a countess that left her gajillion dollar fortune to her dog. Oh, really? So, but yeah, but it like maybe there was never a countess, but it oh, was in man. the thing like he's supposed to have a, a a boy band around him at all times, or like a just like a, a just a group of attractive people. So there's always happiness around Gunthers and these people are getting paid just to hang around with a dog and be nice. happy. And 100%. uh apparently yeah it yeah and it's some weird stuff man. Yeah there's, there's some you can go down a rabbit hole and next thing you know you are right. worth five hundred million dollars.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I think they need to remake Brewster's
2: millions. Man that is a that is a good movie. Yeah. That is a that is a good so good. good. Yeah. It's How, one of
1: those you think about what he would do nowadays.
2: It, I he'd, mean,
1: buy an, he'd buy an NFT for somebody.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there's so many rental places. You could just rent a bunch of stupid. I mean, now like literally, I mean it's not like back then. Now you go, okay, I'm gonna rent a crane. Yeah. Then I'm gonna rent um yeah, yeah. A backhoe. Yeah. I'm going to lease the Mona Lisa for two weeks. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just do stupid crap. Like That's that. right. That's right. And, well, even better, just click on one of them Facebook links that somebody's whose account's been hacked. Send just, sure. oh, you know, link my bank account. Sure thing. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening, for watching. Uh, we, uh, episode 102 is in the books We're uh, got more coming at you, coming for you. Hopefully some
2: more interviews yeah. coming up soon, but, uh, you, you know that chair. I'm doing math here. Cause you know, sometimes I just have the idiot savant brain. Yeah. So this is 102, right? Yeah. We've taken two weeks off, which would be 104 yep so that means we pretty much started this thing about two years ago we've been doing it two Two year anniversary so just i just now thought about it doing the math i'm like happy anniversary happy anniversary i'm happy we 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 lasted about as long as my first marriage
1: yeah (laughs) yeah speaking of which uh i got in my truck the other day and i thought of you because give me three steps by leonard skinner's was on. yep and that was the song should've listened. we listened to on the way up Mount Nebo as you were heading to your first marriage. Yeah,
2: no. And should have took those three steps toward the door, I guess. <laughs> three steps back down Mount Nebo. Yeah.
1: So. All right, well, folks, seriously, like and share this. Please share it. Get a thumbs up, comment. What do you think? What do you think of our takes? Do you like them? Do you agree with us? Are we crazy? you agree with us on Nick Smith? Do you agree with us on this basketball team? Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think in the comments on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Bye, everybody. See you later. Peace. In the East. And as Vanilla Ice once said, peace in the Middle East and worldwide. Sweat, work,
0: filthy dirt. Harvest, hurt, kingdom come. Sweat, work, filthy dirt. Harvest, hurt, kingdom come. Listen, Listen that's why I sweat. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt. Won't we'll see no more. In your kingdom come. Listen, I wake up in the morning, I bow my head to pray, mama told me if I don't, ain't nothing gonna change. These prayers breaking up hard drives, so I control the seat, and I'm afraid and no exit pain, Lord knows I gotta follow his lead, that's why I swear, when I work my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no more Till I hurt Crying your kingdom come Oh, I swear When I work, My hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no more Till I hurt Crying your kingdom come Sun beating down so hard I can barely breathe The words got me on my knees. Then the gentle breeze blows by, Pick me up right on time. Listen, now I know the.